Protein Industries Canada announced its 13th project yesterday at the Saskatchewan Food Industry Development Centre in Saskatoon. With more on that, here's Glenda Lee Allen-Vossler. In making the announcement, Protein Industries Canada CEO Bill Gruel announced that the new project marks a significant step forward in Western Canada's value-added processing sector. I'm pleased to announce a partnership between Mara Food Group, Merit Developments and Benson Farms to develop a new plant-based protein products for the Western Canadian and Asian markets. Together, we've invested $7.2 million in this project, which is aimed at growing and processing plant proteins for use in a variety of beverages and other products, all right here in Western Canada. The partners are even going a step further to strengthen the plant protein ecosystem by making equipment from this project available for other agri-food processors. Still being built, the co-packaging equipment there bringing to Saskatchewan Food Industry Development Centre will be beneficial to a variety of processors, helping them reach new markets and new consumers. This will go a long way in helping our sector and our mission of making Canada a global leader in plant protein. Protein Industries Canada, along with Mara Food Group, Merit Developments and Benson Farms out of Raymore will be working to develop beverages and other products using commodities like oats, lentils, hemp, fava beans and chickpeas. Charles Gorenson with the Merit Group of Companies says they're pleased to be a part of the project. Our goal is to have a delicious shelf-stable product grown and processed here in Saskatchewan to be commercialized both domestically and internationally. In partnership with FCL, we are going to be processing a new suite of plant protein beverages and food products. Co-op Gold Pure Oat Beverage will be on the shelves in mid-2021. I would like to personally thank the team at FCL for placing their trust in our technology and in our people. And we are very proud to be the processors in their farm to fork program. I would also like to thank PIC for placing their trust in us for our vision and for this project. We are extremely excited to start this journey with our new partners. Benson Farms will help determine the best varieties of the commodities to use through trial plot testing. Tom Benson says it makes sense to look at value-added processing right here at home. As a pulse producer, uh, we ship whole peas to Vancouver. They're transloaded onto a boat sent to China to be made into protein fractions. That in turn is shipped to Europe and uh, put into various foods and beverages. And a lot of that ends up back here in Canada. Once again, the first product under the new partnership will focus on the development of a co-op gold pure oat beverage for Federated Cooperative Limited. For Golden West, I'm Glendale Allen Vossler. Thanks, Glenda Lee. The country's agriculture ministers will be meeting virtually tomorrow and again on November 27th. Marilyn braun Polin is Canadian Federation of Independent Businesses Vice President for Western Canada and Agribusiness. The upcoming meeting is, is, uh, is an ec- excellent opportunity to address some of those key challenges facing farmers. And, you know, the meeting we know has been postponed twice, but what can't be postponed is a firm commitment and concrete action to improve the BRM programs. 
um, you know, uh, and and so I think when you look at uh, Im- improving the bottom line of our producers uh, and, and finally coming up with some meaningful improvements to the BRM uh, program after years of uh, years of review, and you know, we know there's there's strong consensus across the industry that the BRM programs are inadequate and ill-equipped to deal with the financial impacts of COVID. 19 and the other challenges that are impacting a farmer's bottom line. So I think when you look at it, what's happened is the ongoing impacts of the pandemic have really amplified the weakness in the BRM programs like AgriStability, which in its current form isn't designed to deal with the financial impacts of a global pandemic. So we have recommended that, you know, the improvements are needed um, to ensure these programs are timely and responsive and effective and transparent. And so, you know, uh, we're, we're hoping that uh, they can, they can, uh, uh, you know, they can introduce some, some, uh, some important changes to that program. And uh, CFIB recently sent a letter to all of the uh, ag ministers. Um, was there anything in that letter that, uh, that you wanted to highlight? Yeah, well, I think when you, when you look at it, um, it, you know, it's so important that, that the ag ministers do focus on those policies that are going to help uh, producers remain competitive, but also uh, allow that um, you know a sector to continue to grow and play that critical role that it that it can play. And so I think when you look at it, number one, addressing those inadequacies of the uh, inadequacies of the BRM programs, um, you know, making sure that we have a, a competitive tax environment. I can tell you the last thing this sector needs right now are escalating costs, which really do drive down profitability and reduce competitiveness. So you know, hold Holding the line on CPP hikes, freezing the carbon tax, um, exempting natural gas, propane, and aviation fuel used for farming activities. Um, you know, on the tax side, making it easier to sell agribusinesses to family members. Um, you know, we know that uh, in the past, the the ag ministers have also spoken about the importance of reducing unnecessary red tape in the sector. That's important, but we also know there's a huge uh, labor gap within um, labor shortages within the sector. So we need to address the the labor shortage uh, uh, issue in 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 the ag sector. We know that spring 2021 will come quickly, and governments need to focus on this if the pandemic continues to impact the availability of those temporary foreign workers. Um, and also, you know, we, we've talked about introducing a grocery code of conduct um, and also focusing on trade and market access for uh, agri-food products. I think, uh, you know, in order for Canada to achieve our ambitious export targets, we set out by the federal government, um, I think a renewed and sustained effort um, needs to be employed to ensure that Canada has that market access for its egg egg products. So, you know, um, we really uh, urge the the egg ministers to tackle these important issues in their upcoming meetings and, you know, really further delays in, in BRM enhancements can't be put off until their next meeting in July. Um, and so, at, you know, at the, at the end of the day, we need to get these programs uh, fixed so they work. That was Marilyn Braun Polin, Canadian Federation of Independent Businesses Vice President for Western Canada and agribusiness. That's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email, thefarmdesk at goldenwest.ca. On behalf of Glendalee Allen Vossler, I'm Corey Canute. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. The Prairie Eggwire will return tomorrow on the Golden West Farm Network.